Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the What's Going Up podcast. I hope you guys had a good Labor Day weekend. I know I did, so that's why there was not an episode last weekend, so you guys could have a day filled of non-labor. This week, what I wanted to do is I wanted to go over my reading list that I've been doing for the past year up until now. So from January 1st, if you've ever heard of the Goodreads Reading Challenge, that's what I've been doing right now, and I am up to 33 books out of 50, so my goal was 50 for this year. I've still got at least 15 more to go, so I've got more books lined up on the Kindle app, but for this time, I've got 33 books I've completed throughout the whole year, so I thought might as well go through each of those books and say what I thought about them how they've either impacted me personally or if it's just a good read or if it's something that I wish I could have read instead. The first book that I've ever read this year was called Lord Fowl's Bane. It's a fantasy book by Stephen R. Donaldson and I would it was a really good book. It is about this one man named Thomas Covenant. That's the three book series which I read the other two this year but I'll get to those later. It is a book about Thomas Covenant who travels kind of in his head, but it's a little bit of a weird kind of transition where he is a leper in the real world and he gets summoned into this fantasy world where there is this one giant entity or evil entity in this realm and he is summoned because... He wears this white gold ring and he's the one who is like the destroyer of the world and the savior of the world. It's that kind of story arc. I really liked it. I was read it. It was a really good fantasy book recommended to me through some online site. I believe it might have been BuzzFeed where they were asking about people's fantasy recommendations and this was one of them so... I decided to give it a try, and luckily I really liked it. One of the main kind of review comments that I see is that people say that he is a very unlikable hero, which I can see because in the first, this, I'll say this whole podcast will probably be a spoiler warning for any of these books. So if you dare, if you wanted to read any of these books, skip ahead to whatever book that you've wanted to read. So the main kind of review of this book is that the hero is a very unlikable character because in the very beginning part, like the first hundred pages, he, whenever he's transported to this land, he regains feeling in his fingers and he's technically cured of his leprosy. This one girl named Lena, she helped him cure himself with this kind of magical dirt that helped him feel again and so he just was so overcome by all this feeling that he raped her so that in itself is a plot point through most of the series or the first part of this or first series because there are two separate series with thomas covenant but this first series it's kind of dealing with his repercussions of assaulting this woman throughout the rest of the other two books and how he's dealing with it and how he hates himself for it, and kind of doesn't feel like he is the hero that people put him out to be. 
The second book that I read this year was a continuation of a volume of fables. It's a comic book series about how storybook characters had come from their world and transferred over into modern day New York City and their experiences and their relations between each other in modern day setting. This is, just, like I said, it was the second set of stories that I read, but this one specifically was one where it was called Animal Farm, so it was technically about an uprising of animals that could not, quote, afford to become glamoured or look like humans in this world. So the basis of this story was that there was an uprising in this community up in rural New York, and the animals were led by Goldilocks was the main antagonist. She was the main antagonist in this story. And if you like fairy tales and kind of a different take on those, I think you would really like this set of comics, which I've been trying to read more often. The next comic was a volume of Batman. This set of stories or this set of comics in this volume were about him continuing. It's a second volume. It is him continuing his battling with this, quote, city of owls or this council of people who work behind the scenes to kind of pull political strings to get what they want done. And that's the ba whole basis of this story. This second volume of the Batman story is him basically overcoming this, quote, council or city of owls, and he essentially beats them, though there is later continuation in this set of comics or this uh, continuing volumes of this comic that has him deal more with those people. The next book I read was the second book in the Thomas Covenant series called The Ill-Earth War. This time, at the end of the last uh, Thomas Covenant book, Thomas returns back to reality and he's dealing with whether it was just a dream he had or whether he's just going mad or if it was real. And this one, he is summoned back into the land to fight the evil entity. He is still struggling with whether this is real or not. And he eventually meets someone else who lives in the real world and was summoned into this world who is blind, but he can see in this world. So they both have disabilities in reality, but here they are treated as heroes and commanders and special people. And eventually, at the end of this book, he also returns back to reality. And throughout this whole series, he is struggling with whether he's going mad, going crazy, or if this is an actual land that he is being transported to. The next book that I read was a collection of Sandman novels, which is from Neil Gaiman. He's one of the more better-known fantasy writers, science fiction fantasy writers, and this one was about the Sandman, and he is a Marvel-based character. It's kind of like an origin story of the Sandman, and one of the first stories I remember of it was that the Sandman was trapped for hundreds of years, and he was eventually released, and so the Sandman tried to get revenge on the people who kept him imprisoned for so long. In this story, 
he also has brothers and sisters and one sister is death and who is like dressed as a goth teen and how she helps lead people into the afterlife and it's just a really nice collection of stories there's one where a man gets some sort of mind control thing from what was once the sandman's and he holds hostages in a diner and like 12 hours pass and then multiple things happen to them during that time which I don't remember but I know it's pretty gruesome at the end they're basically all dead so it was in spite of that story it is a really good volume first volume of a character that Neil Gaiman has written the next book I read was Captain America Death of Captain America which this has been out for several years, so it's not necessarily a big spoiler, but if you've seen Civil War this year, which I still have not based on that, it's this comic is continuing off of Civil War, which I have read before. So in this one, it just tells of the aftermath of the death of Captain America at the end of Civil War, and the stories that kind of go along with it, and the people connected to this whole event. The next book I read was called Moonwalking with Einstein. This is a nonfiction book. It was actually really good. I was surprised at how I really liked learning about what this... He's not really a scientist. He's actually a journalist who wanted to know about the memory capacity of humans. So he recently, or not recently, but whenever he was writing this book, he learned of this group of people who go to these memory decathlons which is like a series of events that test your memory with like facial facial recognition number of words you can remember or a series of numbers and whatnot so he did this kind of training program where it, he had this certain amount of memory that he could remember and he trained and he used different techniques that all these other trainers use and he eventually got to the third place I believe in the decath mental decathlon that he participated in the year after so it's a kind of journey of him learning what techniques to use and writing down how he used those techniques in everyday life and if it was kind of worth being a person who is known for having an excellent memory he says that it's not very practical in real life to kind of use these memory techniques because it just takes so much effort to build what is called a memory palace which is arranging things in a sort of self-guided mind tour of how to remember specific events in order or things in order so otherwise if you're just wanting to learn a series of numbers or like a deck of cards you're not really going to benefit from this type of memory technique the next book I read is a middle of the series book of Lock and Key. It is written, it is a comic series. It is written by Stephen King's son, Joe Hill. It is a really good series. I would recommend it to anyone who wants to get into comics. It is a thriller. It is supernatural. It is like a horror-esque type of series. So if you like those. It is a very good book. It is The basis of it is these kids move back to this one home that their father, who was killed by a student of his, they move back to their old house called Lovecraft. And throughout their whole stay there, 
they find these keys that do different abilities and eventually they get caught up in this kind of long-standing rivalry between one of their dad's older friends and just them in general. It's a very good series. I would recommend it to anyone. I read the fourth volume this time and then I read the fifth and sixth volume later this year. So I'll just mention those as they come by. The next book I read is called Shantaram by Gregory David Roberts. It is a very good book. It was recommended to me by my boss and it's one of his favorite books. It is about this one Australian fugitive who he escaped from jail in Australia and was able to come across the sea into India. And so he lands in Bombay and he stays there for many years. He starts becoming involved with the Bombay mob and the kind of mafia-esque culture there. And he learns the drug trade and gun trading, counterfeiting, and he does all these things there for many, many years. And he eventually goes to jail for not even that thing. He is thrown in jail by someone who runs a brothel and it is a long story. It's like over a thousand pages, but it's a very good book. I would recommend it to anybody who likes these kind of stories. It's kind of semi-autobiographical. The next book I read was in the final part of this first series of the Thomas Covenant. And it is the last one where he is once again summoned back. And he, obviously, since it is the final book of the series, he eventually defeats this, quote, despiser evil entity that is in that land. More of what I said about the first one was that he was still dealing with whether this is real or not. Or whether his actions in the first book of him assaulting the girl and him dealing with the repercussions of all of that. The next book I read was Frank Miller's Batman Year One, which is the basic origin story of Batman as written by Miller. So it's another incarnation of how Batman came to be Batman. So if you're ever interested in Batman, most people have really gotten a hold of his character and of his background and of his interactions with other characters in the DC universe. So I would recommend most, especially Frank Miller, since he is one of the better comic book writers out there. There's Jeff Loeb, who's also an amazing Batman writer. Scott Snyder is a new Batman writer who is very good. So any of those, I would definitely recommend you trying to get into Batman if you would like Batman. The next book I read is the second book of the Jim Butcher series, Dresden Files, which is about a wizard in Chicago dealing with the supernatural events that happen. And it is a very good series. It's very funny. It's very... He's very witty. He puts a lot of fantastical and magical elements that I really like in there. So if you like Harry Potter, I would really recommend this series, starting with the first one, Stormfront, and then moving through the series. They say it gets better in the fourth book or so, but really I enjoyed the first book, and I am still continuing to enjoy it today. The next two books were the final two installments of the Lock and Key series, of which I mentioned before about the magical keys and kids dealing and or battling with their rival. And then the sixth one was the final installment. 
the next book or comic i should say i read was called the infinity gauntlet within the marvel universe now the cinematic universe is kind of wrapping around to where this story is headed the infinity gauntlet now in the cinematic universe they didn't build up as much as they really did in the comics because that's almost impossible building so many decades of years of story and interactions between characters and arriving at this pivotal moment in the marvel series which has to deal with if you know anything about marvel thanos and him getting a the infinity gauntlet which has all the infinity stones and if you don't have any interest in marvel then you can just discount whatever i said it is something that those who are interested in the canon of marvel will understand and will enjoy the next book i read was called the name of the rose by umberto echo it was a i would say it was a good book but it was a, also a very dense and heavy book so it took me quite a while to read it's it is a murder mystery at a monastery the idea really caught me that it's like a murder mystery at a monastery but it's more it doesn't read more of like that it reads more of a mystery peppered in between dialogue of free will and theology and philosophy and all these other type of big ideas within this idea of someone being murdered or people i should say being murdered at a monastery than just focus focusing on the mystery or focusing on the bigger picture ideas so that one i would recommend if you like the like talk of like the basis of things the basis of why we do things or why people believe this is to be true in theological sense or even psychological sense if you were looking for a mystery this one kind of disappoints but if you're looking for something more then this one would definitely be something you might be interested in the next book i read was called the pillowman by mark mcdonough 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 and it is a play about this one man this writer in this dystopian world and it's about this writer who writes stories about children being killed and he is brought in by the police because there's been a recent series of murders that fit his stories and so he's trying to prove his innocence but his brother is also there who's mentally disabled and crazy and so this is a very good play it is a graphic and vulgar play so if you're not into that i would say you might want to skip it but if you're into performance art like i am and you want to see something different within a play i would really recommend reading this the next book i read was called the hypnotist it was a okay book it wasn't what i expected it to be it is a book about a quote doctor and hypnotist who he quit doing hypnotism because of this whole big backstory of someone being taken advantage of while under hypnotism and he's brought back in by an investigator of a boy whose family was murdered it was this whole big thing it wasn't very captivating i would say it's written in a present tense so that is very different from what you typically read in a book i would say skip this one but unless you're very interested in present tense writing and mystery i would say you m could try it if you wanted to but i would say pass and it's written by this lars kepler but it's written by a couple 
I don't understand why they read it under one name instead of two, but regardless, I would say if you're not very interested, skip it. The next one I read was a play. It is called Night Mother. It is about a daughter who is planning to commit suicide and her she tells her mother and it's just about them fighting over why she wants to kill herself and the mother wants to stop her but then lets her do it but then or let, wants her to like do what she wants but then flip-flops between those two ideas. She does eventually kill herself and the mother has to deal with that at the very very end of the play. And it's, I would say it's a very good play. If you ever have a chance to see it, go see it or read it. I would say read it because it is a very battle of the wills kind of play. And it was a very good play that I would recommend to anybody who likes reading plays. The next book I read is the first book of the Wheel of Time series. If you've never heard of Robert Jordan or his work in fantasy, this is a very, very good series if you want to start reading. I believe it's called High Fantasy with magic and creatures and kind of prophecy and all these other type of things that combine to form a story. I would definitely say read, start reading the series from the Eye of the World. It is very good. I'm on the second book right now that is, will be talked about in a minute. But it is a very good book. I would really recommend it to anyone who's interested in fantasy it's about a boy named Randolph Thor whose village is attacked by these creatures for, who serve a, quote, dark one, which in any fantasy there has to be a dark one. And he's taken in by this kind of witch, kind of magician, magic-wielding character called Moraine, and she is what they call an Aes Sedai, which is like a witch magic user. And eventually they lead them into safety and they're trying to figure out why they're being pursued by the Dark One. And eventually it turns out that he is like the one who is supposed to defeat the Dark One. So that is the first book of the series. And I believe the series is 14 books long. And Robert Jordan dies at the author. He died before finishing it. So he... I don't know if he can commission someone else to finish it after he died or someone close to him picked it up after he died. But the next book I really read is one of my favorite series. It is from the Outlander series. It is the third book. It was called Voyager. It is, if you know anything about Outlander, it is about a, nurse, a World War II nurse. In the first book, she goes back in time and eventually marries a Scottish Highlander. But then she's in the second book, she is sent back to modern day and she has a child and then the second book is a flashback of why she left the past to become into the future and then the third book is her returning into the past to find her husband and it kind of does a back and forth to where both Jamie who is the Highlander how he dealt after Claire the nurse left and how eventually they both reunite and now start to form a new life in the new world which is current North America. It is a very good book if you like historical fiction, if you like fantasy, if you like romance. I would say that this is the best. It is something that is one of my favorite series and I would really recommend to anybody. 
the next comic that I read is called Saga. It is one of these recent ones that critics really are getting into nowadays. It's about these two different alien races who are battling and about this one man and one woman from different species who come together and have a child. It's kind of, they are being hunted down by both factions of this species, of each other species. So it is a kind of Romeo Juliet-esque comic. And it was, the first one was very good. I just have not gotten wrapped up into reading any of the other comics. The next book I read was called Whose Body by Dorothy L. Sayers. It is a classic mystery author and this one was not one of my favorites. This one I kind of had to struggle to read or force myself to finish because it is wordy and dialogue heavy but that doesn't have any sense of being there. I believe it was the first of the Lord Peter Whimsy series of her character. If you want to get into it probably start at a different book of hers that she's written because this one was not as enjoyable as I thought it would be being a mystery. The next play I read is called An Inspector Calls by J.B. Priestley. This year I was also getting really into dramatic arts and reading different plays and other modern plays. This one was about a family who a man comes and says he's from the police and says that somebody killed themselves and somebody here is responsible for it. And at the end of the play, they all air their grievances and all the blame is basically placed on all of them. And it turns out that this one inspector was not even a real cop. He just happened to know all of these kind of secrets that they've had. I believe it might have been the father of the woman who killed herself, but at the end the play kind of wraps around to where it's kind of the exact same thing is going to happen again because the police are on their way to talk to them about a body. The next book I read is called The Magicians. It is a Harry Potter-esque plot structure, I would say. It is about a boy who learns he can wield magic and is taken into not really a high school-esque place like Harry Potter, but more of like a college. It deals with a boy who is not really like the chosen one but more of just an adept person who can wield magic but is not like the best out of all of them and it is a very good read i would say if you liked harry potter you would like this it is a more college age or grown-up version of trying to learn magic in a modern world and trying to find your place in the world and how you fit into society as a budding you know, fresh out of college person, which I didn't really relate to since I'm already out of college, but it was something to read that how, you know, not everybody finds their exact same place or finds their exact place that they fit into right after college. It is something that you kind of discover throughout the years after college, or you kind of eventually learn what you want to do in life. And it's not something that kind of pops into your head whenever you go to college today. Oh, this is what I really want to do with my life. It's something that you have to work towards. So I would really recommend anyone reading that one if they like Harry Potter. The next one I read is called The Dead Guy. It is a play. It is about a reality show where this one person is picked by this producer to kind of showcase this play. And it's about how he is going to die is the 
main purpose of the show, where he will actually be killed off on air. A reality show where the producer approaches his band and she says, your life is kind of miserable, so here you can have a million dollars to spend in a week, but you get it. But the catch is you have to die at the end of the week. So he kind of lives to where he buys most things for people to kind of gain affection, and then people want him to die kind of horribly. And then he kind of realizes how he just needs to be with the family he loves for the rest of the week. Then eventually he dies at the end of the play. But the catch at the end of the play is kind of a twist because it is a kind of not heartbreaking, but this play is mostly a dark comedy. So I would really recommend most people kind of watching it. If you've ever heard of Ed TV, it's kind of that same premise where they film him and live upload it and whatnot. The next book I read was called Assassin's Apprentice. It is a, another fantasy novel. And this one kind of failed to meet my expectations of how I heard it was put to. It is about this one boy who is a bastard to a prince. He is kind of put under charge of a foot soldier who was the right-hand man to this prince who was murdered. Eventually, you find out he was murdered. But it's about this boy who is taken to the castle home of the king and is placed in there to kind of learn how to be royal and he has this ability to do things like he learns how to read people and like somewhat convince them to do things it's very hard to explain but it is it the magic structure in here is very hard to explain in itself and he is drafted by the king basically to work for him as an assassin halfway through the book i lost most interest and at the very end of the book it didn't really hook me back into wanting to read the next installment of the series so if you are interested in a another fantasy novel then i would suggest reading it because it was a okay read but if it's something that was one of my favorites i would not say it is a very favorable story the next book I read, or more play I should say, was Next to Normal, which is this Tony Award winning story of a woman dealing with her bipolar depression and her getting off of meds and her family dealing with it. And it is a, it's a musical, so in case you're not into musicals, the book was good. You could obviously tell where the song structure is placed in the story, so... In case you don't like musicals, I would say maybe read a Wikipedia article about it and read how the story happened. But if you're into musicals, I would say either read it along with the like music, play it where the music is in the story, or read it along like a performance of it. Because it is a very dark play, somewhat comedic at times, but also very heartbreaking at times. But is a, I would say it is a really good read. The next book I read was the next installment of the Dresden Files series, and this one was about ghosts this time. The last one was about werewolves, I think I forgot to mention, but this one was about ghosts. It's also a continuation of what I was saying, how Wizard in Chicago and Fantastical Elements and whatnot, so it is a very good read. 
The next book I read was called Sabriel. It is a young adult novel. And it is about this one woman who is in this world where half of it is somewhat invulnerable to magic. The south region is the one that does not believe in magic, basically. And the further south you go, the more modern it is. More, I would say, 1940s modern. And the more north you go, there's this border. And above the border is like magic and creatures and all this other fantastical elements. And her father is a necromancer, but is also a good necromancer. And it deals with her. His fa Her father goes missing, and she has to go and find her father. And eventually take over the duties of being this necromancer and this force for good in the northern areas. I would really recommend it to somebody who enjoys fantasy novels and essentially young adult novels because it is very good writing, very good dialogue, and has an, a lot of very good descriptions within it. The next book I read was The Drums of Autumn, which is the fourth book in the Outlander series. This one focuses on Claire's daughter, Brie, or Brianna, and how she goes back to the same time as her mother to find her and her father, her actual father, Jamie, and how to stop them from being killed because she reads that they are to die within several years of their time period. And it's a very good read. It's one, like I said, it's my favorite series so far. And I would really recommend you start from the first one, Outlander, and continue on to, I guess, now nine books she's writing. So I would say really get into that series if you can. The next book I read is a horror anthology, which whenever I read it, most of these stories never brought about that feeling. Whenever I read books, it's very hard for me to actually feel many of the emotions that they're trying to trigger, such as fright or sadness or joy. Most times, whenever it's a funny book, I will laugh because jokes are easier to get across the page for me than for scaring me through words. It just is not something that I am accustomed to, to feel fright from a page in a book. So this one was kind of disappointing because whenever I want to read a horror book, I want to be a little frightened because that's what horror is supposed to do. But this one... I believe there was a couple of grammatical errors that somewhat threw me off. The stories in there weren't very... They were good, but they weren't as good as I intended, as I hoped for them to be. So I would say probably go with another horror anthology book or just go for something that you know will either frighten you or get the emotion that you really want to get out of. The next book I read was by Shane Dawson. It is the second book. It, the, it, it Gets Worse set of essays. It is probably one of my favorite books now. Uh, his first book was really good. I Hate My Selfie. And this one, It Gets Worse. His humor is very raunchy. It is very, I would say, offending to most people. But it is, I've watched him for at least a couple years now. So I've really get in tune with his humor and I really connect with him as a person because I believe we have the same personality and the same kind of 
linkage to things and that we kind of think about the same things. If you like that humor, I would say read it. If not, you would probably find it offending or just not funny at all. So that one you need to take at your own risk. And so I only have two more books that I've been reading through, and they're the current ones I've been reading. One of them is Stephen King's It, which is about the murderous clown being thing that attacks Derry, Maine, and these kids who stop him before and then return as adults to stop him again. And it is a very good book. I would recommend to anybody who likes Stephen King to read really any of his books. And this one was a very good book. It is long. It is over a thousand pages long. So if you have the time invested into reading it, then definitely try to read his longer books. He is a little wordy at times. And so I kind of get lost in the description of things and read fast through them because they're not really important to the story, but they are a little bit descriptive, which sometimes I like, sometimes I don't. It just depends on who the writer is. But with Stephen King, I'll read any of his books anytime. The other book I'm reading now is the second book of the Wheel of Time series called The Great Hunt, which is in reference to the Horn of Valir, which is supposed to bring about the last battle and all this other kind of stuff relating to finding the Dark One and Rand dealing with him being the, quote, Dragon Reborn or the person who will stop the Dark One. So it is a continuation of that series. It is very good. I'd like I said, I would recommend you read the first one and continue on through that series. So that is all the books I have read this year or are currently reading. I have a ton more left to read before the end of the year. So about four months until I need to at least reach 50 books. What I listed were about 35 books and I have several other books listed on my iPad that I don't know about. So I might finish this up at the end of the year or do this another time next year about going through all the books I have or specific series that I have. If you guys like this, please give it a like or rate it and review it on iTunes and listen on iTunes, SoundCloud, or TuneIn. And if you guys want to leave me any personal feedback or if you like the show or if you want to hear something else, tweet me at What's Going Up Pod on Twitter, the What's Going Up Podcast on Facebook page. And you can also email me questions, comments, whatever you want at what's going up podcast at gmail.com. And I hope you guys have a good week. And I'm trying to make sure I put up next week's podcast right on time because luckily there's not going to be any holiday next week, though I will be gone in New York for my birthday in the next couple of weeks. So I'll try to put something together for you within that time frame so I won't be behind. And I hope you guys like this episode and... Just keep it up.